What's up? Hello. How's it going? I'll tell you what, it's 29 degrees outside. That's oh. how it's going. Yeah? It's so cold. Like, so cold. You should move to California where it's 65 degrees right now. <laughs> that does sound so nice. Man, we got a lot to get through. I didn't even freaking Instagram Bachelor last night because it was just so amazing. <laughs> you were just glued to the TV. It was that good. They broke all the rules, guys. You broke the rules. I mean, I thought for sure Victoria was going to stick around for like a couple more episodes. I thought for sure we were going to get like a two-on-one situation, Victoria v. Katie. Nah, dog. But the episode ended with a two-on-one invite. They are shielding Katie from all problems. You really think still? You still think Katie for Batch? Who else is there? I don't know. I think it's too early. I think it's too early to call. Like, they usually pick, like, the runner-up or the third, second runner-up or whatever. Someone, like, you're really invested in. Who from this season could you see being the Bachelorette? Rachel, if she doesn't win. She already won. Last night. Dude said, <laughs> I'm falling in love with you, too. On week five, and producers were like, not again! Come on, dude! We can't have <laughs> another Claire also, situation. He- he also said some pretty serious things to Michelle on their one-on-one. Don't forget about Michelle. He took her on the pretty woman date. I know. You know? He yeah. got her Louboutin shoes with the red soles, bro. <laughs> and we all know how I'm a big fan of the Louboutin shoes. Yeah, we know. I mean, I've been fucking rocking Louboutin shoes for weeks now. Oh, my God. We'll get into Bachelor in a little bit. How's everything going? Pretty good. Hanging in with my mom a lot. We're going to the Super Bowl this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I'm driving her down there because COVID. And then once the Super Bowl is over, she's going to leave me and go back to Los Angeles. Oh, come back to me. Yeah, going back to you. Oh, by the way, we discussed having you as our hot contractor on a show. Oh, yeah? And how's that looking? She's all about it. Yeah. I can do it. This is what led to having you. I guess we can tell we can tell the wife tears. Wells is finally going to come be a guest on Sorry We're Stoned in a few weeks. Don't say it like finally like I've been like <laughs> avoiding being on the show. You guys just asked me. <laughs> well, just prepare yourself. Tish is going to pitch a Wells as a hot contractor on a show with us. So let's go. Get ready. I'm not sure. Buckle if I'm... your tool belt. I have a tool belt, by the way. <laughs> You should put it on when we record. But here's the thing. I don't think I can get stoned on your show. I mean, I don't get stoned on the show. Okay. I mean, I can. It's that gets stoned. Yeah, I can, I guess, pretend to be stoned. But, like, I don't like to get stoned anymore. Yeah. Okay, save all that. Save all that for the episode. Okay, I will. All right. Well, I'm trying to think if I got anything going on in my life. Nope. Nothing. Okay. Good times. You want to start? Yeah, we should start at the show. Is it you? Is it me? What are we doing here? I'm not sure. I think it's mm-hmm. you because I think I did the the monster truck voice to start last week. Oh, you did. And Lord help us. We don't need to hear that again. So, <laughs> bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. All right. Knock in a little monster truck there. That wasn't. Monster truck is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I feel like a lot happened on The Bachelor last night, but I feel like what really only matters is the beginning of it. Yeah. I wanted to play some clips. That'd be hard to do. 
to follow my heart. And unfortunately, I, I can't see you being part of that journey anymore. See ya! Okay, by the way, Anna is crying the entire time and not one tear is shed. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I didn't, but you're right. She ne- She's crying the entire time, and then you're like, where are the waterworks on this? I'm so confused. She's pretty Botoxed. Her forehead like just doesn't move when she makes expressions, right? Yeah. So maybe there's just so much Botox that it like paralyzed the tear ducts. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Her driving away in the limo is just so great. One dumb decision. It's going to take you down. So here's my thing. One dumb decision can take you down. Here's my thing, this whole thing. How are you the victim now? I don't understand. You started a rumor that someone is a sex worker on a national television show that has crazy ratings on Monday night on ABC. And now we're supposed to feel bad for you because you got called out on it and you got kicked off a show? Word the wise, everybody. Don't make up stories about girls being sex workers. On national TV! <laughs> Sex workers. The more you know. Da, 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 da. Bring. You know like old sitcoms used to like, at the end you'd like learn a lesson about something, you know? Totally, yeah. South Park does it, you know, and it's always like Kyle and being like, you know, I learned something today. At the end of this episode, <laughs> it's like, you know, I learned something today. Don't call people hookers that aren't hookers, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. The apology tour that happens once all the girls realize that the fucked because they were mean when Matt comes in and he's like, all right, I'm going to start kicking people out of here is (laughs) so amazing. It's insane. I can't get over MJ thinking she was literally going to come out of this unscathed. Like, how did she think she could say what she said and then just blatantly lie about it and get away with it? My favorite thing ever is, I don't even know the girl's name that's going up against her in this two-on-one. Um, Jasenia. Jasenia. Jasenia's like, I can't wait for you to watch it back and I realize. Know. And MJ's like, <laughs> stop talking over me. It doesn't even matter. That's not going to happen. And we're all sitting there being like, um, it's literally happening right now. <laughs> literally. Like, what did she think? I don't understand. Oh, man. It's so fucking amazing, dude. Personally, I loved the Victoria breakdown. I love a good crying in a bathroom scene. I <laughs> I got to say, it's my. I think it's one of my favorite of all the Bachelor breakdowns. When someone thinks that wireless microphones no longer yeah. work in the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> like they can just close the door and it turns off the mic. Also, have you ever watched the show? The other thing is when those girls were going on their walk in the beginning of the episode and they're being total oh. bitches. I remember when I did the show, we would go on runs and the same thing. I was like, they're totally filming us, right? Like you can see them filming you from far away. And just yeah. because it's far away doesn't mean they can't still hear every word you are saying, you know? <laughs> Here's my thing. Like, I love Victoria. And I think, like, you know. everything about Victoria is a hot mess. Victoria's attitude is just 
a hot mess. Victoria's left eye is a hot mess. <laughs> her v- wardrobe. Her, Victoria's bras are always the wrong color and a hot mess. And then I think like the coup de grace last night was Victoria's dress was like slit all the way up to her vag and she didn't give a fuck. She's just like, here it is. Here's my cooter, whatever. But my favorite part of the whole thing was no one ever really does it. No one ever like when they don't get a rose comes up and it's like, fuck you, motherfucker, not giving me a rose. Like no one ever does that. Everyone's always like, you got a great group of girls here. You're going to find the person. They're going to find your your person. And I could you know, everyone does that bullshit of like, because they want to like leave gracefully, you know, your person is here. Like your your lobster's here. I just wish you the best. You're always waiting for that. And then Victoria comes up, cooter hanging out fucking wrong bra strap i just fucking like she just got knocked out by rocky balboa and she's like fuck you and he's just like i don't know what to say but like not she didn't say shit and she's like i'm never gonna date a mat again and let me tell you something sister i'm finding a fucking mat to come to paradise and we're gonna that clip is gonna come back to bite you oh my god her exit was everything yeah just so amazing. But she's gone. I wish that they had done it differently. I wish that they had done it like where so MJ went home this episode. And then we got just a Katie and Jasenia versus Victoria thing. Yeah, that would have been good. But Katie's like the first person that I can re- remember from the Bachelor world who's who's like gone and been like, hey, let me tell you about all the fucking terrible people that are living in this house. And it didn't bite them in the ass. You know? That's true. Yeah. And that clip, like, leading into next week, someone was like, Katie, you're starting all these little fires everywhere. You're the arsonist. And I was like, she is. But the problem is, is that she's, I think, smarter than everybody else. Because every time there's, mm-hmm. there's like, an argument, she's like, you're deflecting. She's, like, using a lot of words that these, words. these women are like, oh, no. She has, she had Psychology 101 <laughs> from Georgia Tech. We are fucked here. Seriously, though. <laughs> Kit getting the one-on-one date. Do you like Kit or not? Since I don't like Kit, I, I feel bad because I really shit on her dress night one, but I just really didn't like it. Because I think she's really cute and nice and sweet for the most part. Like, she's she's said some shitty things about the other girls, which, whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, how old is she? 21? 12. She's, yeah, she's just so young. I said it on Caitlin's podcast. I was like, that girl just wants to go to paradise. She's yeah. a sophomore at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's got a lot of love this episode. She's like a sophomore <laughs> at Georgia Tech, and she's just like, I just want to go to spring break. Sayulita, paradise, here we come. You know? I mean, for sure. I'm going to plump up those lips a little bit more before I get down there, and boom, <laughs> here we go. I mean, like, her date was cute, but she's 21. I mean, I just don't even know who to root for anymore. I, mean, I think Rachel's got it in the bag. I've been saying Rachel from Jump Street, though. I am, too. Rachel's been in my top three since day one. Yeah. Don't sleep on Michelle. They had a great date, and they showed a little bit of it, that Michelle's going to have a really hard time. Like, she came in and immediately got that one-on-one. Yeah. And, like, had that high of it just being her and Matt and, like, having all those feelings. And then, ha- like, it's that so backwards in how most people do it. I think it's going to be really hard for her to watch all these other women go on dates and have chemistry with Matt after after that you know that might send her into a tailspin they did a great job of leaving us with the cliffhanger of the two-on-one can't wait for that love a two-on-one love a two-on-one what do you think he's gonna do he's gonna cut ties with both of them 
That's usually what happens. And honestly, usually when I watch a two on one date, that's always what I think they should do. I'm like, cut them both, cut them both. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Jasenia is really cute and sweet, and she's right in this case. But also, like, I haven't seen Matt have any chemistry with her at all or any connection with her at all. So, yeah, I think they might be able to be going uh, bye bye. I know it's sad. Before we finish with our bachelor stuff, I think that we need to give. Victoria like a proper send off you know mm, that's fair you did really love her a lot she was the best and honestly the season would have sucked fat donkey balls if Victoria wasn't there and she's she's gone from our screen but not forgotten and lest we never forget the amazing things that she brought to us she brought us queen she brought us stealing tiaras from actual beauty queens. <laughs> she brought us so much joy. Like that one time when we were all confused as to what happened to her left eye. <laughs> oh my gosh. Victoria, you will always and forever be our queen. And we can't wait to see you in paradise. Okay? The queen of paradise for sure. Oh, my God. Too bad Jordan Kimball's gone. Or, like, married, you know? Because they'd be great. Because they're both just so beautifully delusional about their their lives. (laughs) You're so right. (laughs) You know? God, that would have been so good. All right. Do you have any parting words for Victoria? Yeah, see you in paradise. All right. We should do more funeral processions on this show. (laughs) Honestly, we really should. (laughs) All right. Okay, so Bachelor done? I think so. Okay. Brandi, do you hear that? That's the sound of steak sizzling on the grill, baby. Cooking some steaks over there, cooking whales. That's right. Hi there, friends. Time for an episode of Cooking Whales. Today I'm making some delicious steaks from our good friends over at Moink. You making me some? No. Have you heard about Moink? (laughs) Yeah, I have actually. I really love supporting small businesses. What I love about Moink is that you're helping family farms by purchasing your meat and your fish from them. So I actually have a box on the way. Yeah, Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken and wild-caught Alaskan salmon. It's direct to your door, dude, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big ag which is amazing their animals are raised outdoors their fish swim in the actual ocean and moink meat is free of antibiotics hormones sugar and all the other junk you find pre-packaged in the meat aisle you can sign up at moinkbox.com slash yft to get a year of ground beef for free and then pick what meats you want delivered with your first box Change what you get each month and cancel anytime. Get a year of ground beef for free. What? So I eat a lot of fish at home and I love being able to get sustainably caught fish. Yep. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash YFT right now and listeners to the show. Get free ground beef for a year. That's one year of the best ground beef you'll ever taste. 
but for a limited time. That's nuts. That's spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Y-F-T. That's moinkbox.com slash Y-F-T. Oh, man. I'm hungry now. I need you to read that intro. That's everything. Brandi, the greatest love story ever told is the one between your butt and hello tushy. There's nothing <laughs> more romantic than true love's kiss, a.k.a. a hello tushy spray to your butthole. That is something that was sent to us to actually read on the air. And you know what? It's my favorite intro <laughs> into any product that we support. We love you, Hello Tushy. One, for keeping our buttholes clean. And for two, for making amazing copy to read. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually on board with it because I love my Hello Tushy so much. The future of toileting has arrived. It's technically been around for centuries, but it's been really expensive. Hello Tushy is changing the game with their 3.0 modern bidet attachment. Here to level the playing field, it's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself before and after it's used with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. And it just attaches right to your toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing it cuts toilet paper use by 80 percent plus every hello tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty that is foolproof for the rump you love to hump this valentine's <laughs> day give the gift of hello tushy go to hellotushy.com slash yft to get 10 percent off plus free shipping this special offer is for our listeners only go to hellotushy.com slash yft for 10 percent off that's hellotushy.com slash YFT. You got some fave things, bro? Bro, I feel like we said this maybe last week or you said it one week. There's so many movies out and you're totally right. It's because it's award season and everyone's like gunning for those Oscars, SAG Awards, mm-hmm. Golden Globes. Have you seen Dreamland with Margot Robbie? No. What? Is this so great? I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Okay, what's it about? It's so sad, which oh, I love. Yeah. <laughs> Margot Robbie, I'm obsessed with her. She plays the lead, really. Um, her character's name is Allison Wells. And then the other cool main character last name. is this like great last name. Just like Adam Wells, you know? Um Hurtful. and then there's like this like quote unquote kid. Like she calls him kid the whole movie, and he's the other main character. The actor's name is Finn Cole. I'm not sure what else he's been in, if he's been in anything else, but he's the hottest kid I've ever seen. Is he kid? Because he's hot. He's from Peaky Blinders. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, oh this was years ago when I talked about Peaky Blinders, but I love that show. Cillian Murphy, come on. I just never saw it. So I can't find like a real synopsis on here, but basically it's set in, I think the thirties, 1930s. Does that sound right? And it opens up with, uh, Margot Robbie's character is, is she's like a wanted woman. She was like part of a bank robbery and a bunch of people died. So she's like wanted for like bank robbery and murder. And there's this huge reward out, um, for anyone that can find her and like turn her in basically. And it's like, and I guess like they're living in Texas in the thirties and like everyone's dirt poor. And, um, and this kid, this hot kid that's from Peaky Blinders, his family, um, they live on like a farm and it seems like it's just like going under and to like, he's like, oh my gosh, like this money could, would change my life. Like we got to find this girl and turn her in kind of thing. And his dad happens to be the, like the sheriff or 
on the sheriff squad or something. And so he he and his buddy are like, we got to find this girl. And then he happens to like stumble upon her. And I don't want to run anything for you. But he falls in love with her. Yeah. And so then it's this whole story of like them on the run and their relationship. And then like there's a tie in with his relationship with his family is plays a part in it. But um, it's just like, uh, you know, it's like a little bit a little bit Bonnie and Clyde, but just so good i'm obsessed with margaret robbie she's everything to me and i just loved him like he should win an award finn cole for his acting is awesome he was great in this highly highly recommend my mom was like i don't like period pieces and i was like it, this, it, you, it's not a period piece like stop that like it's it's so good well every movie technically is a period piece just set in different periods so she likes yeah. current period pieces yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm going to watch that because I, too, am a Margot Robbie fan, and I do like that period of movie. Life. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of Synchronic? No. Okay. Great cast, by the way. It's Anthony Mackie, who is in, like, Avengers, and then Jamie Dornan, who was in Fifty Shades of Grey. Yep. Love him. Hot. Here's a synopsis. Two New Orleans paramedics' lives are ripped apart after they encounter a series of horrific deaths linked to a designer drug with bizarre, otherworldly effects. Synchronic. Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dornan are EMTs in New Orleans, and they're going around, and they're seeing, like, all these people are tripping out hard on this drug called Synchronic. Really, really gruesome. Like, if you are squeamish in any way, maybe don't watch this movie because it's real gruesome. You're seeing some Dang. crazy stuff. Everyone that's doing this is, like, tripping out so hard they're seeing some really, really weird shit. Come to find out that the drug really isn't making you see stuff. It's making you experience stuff from different parts of time. What? It's really— Like time travel? Kinda, yeah. It's really interesting. So it talks about this like one part of our brain that is able to perceive time. The theory is is that everything that's happened and everything that will happen is already happening, but our lizard brains can only perceive it one sliver at a time. So we can only feel things like one second at a time, but really everything's happening around us and that's already happened or will happen or whatever. This drug kind of affects that part of your brain that's able to perceive one thing at a time or whatever. You take the drug, then all of a sudden you can be like transported back to like the exact place where you are on the earth, but like in the ice age or in the future, whatever. So cool. Like if you're into sci-fi and like time travel, so cool. And it turns into Anthony Mackie trying to figure out the drug and then trying to save someone who's very important in the movie that's been like trapped back in time. Ah, I think you'd like it. Where do you watch this? We just bought it on Apple. Apple. But I really Got enjoyed it. it. Synchronic. Go check it out. Synchronic. All right. You think I can handle the gore? think you can. Just okay. a lot of blood, some bones sticking out, you know. Eh, that doesn't bother me. Okay. The only thing I find really hard to watch normally, I don't know what it is, but whenever there's like a scene of someone getting stabbed mm-hmm. to death, like I can't handle that. I don't know. It's just the one thing that I... Whenever that comes up in a movie or a show, I just can't watch it. There is one big stabbing situation, but you don't see them get stabbed. You just see the wound that happens after the stabbing. Okay, I think I'd, that would be fine, I think. It's okay. like for some something about just seeing that happen, like, really gets me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, on the complete opposite spectrum of that movie. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Penguin Bloom with Naomi Watts? No, but... 
I saw the trailer. Is this the one with the magpie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great cast, but it looks, to me, so dumb. <laughs> okay, great cast, right? Like, Naomi Watts is phenomenal. Uh, and But, like, they kind of sell this movie as, like, a family movie, you know, yeah. like a feel-good family movie kind of thing, um, which is normally not my thing. But... Um, but I love Naomi Watts so much. Like, I, I was willing to watch this. Honestly, I don't know that I would spin it as a family drama because it's really fucking sad, most of it. Most of the movie is super sad and just super brutal. Like, so uh, basically, like, here's the synopsis of it. Naomi Watts plays, um, her character's name is Sam Bloom. And, you know, it starts out and she's, you know, super active. She's a mom of three, I think. And they go on vacation to like Thailand or somewhere and she has this horrible accident and falls and she's paralyzed from like the middle of her back down. Mm -hmm. This happens like right out the gate. And so really the whole movie is her adapting to life in a wheelchair and being paralyzed. And it's, I mean, it's, it's sad. It's dark for sure. Her kids find this injured bird, a magpie, and they name it Penguin, and they take it in, and it literally, like, lives in the house. It's, like, walking around like a freaking cat, like, hopping, you know, like, hopping around, like, in the bed with them, like, chilling on their shoulder. Like, it's crazy. Like, this bird, and it's based on a true story, and this bird is just, like, a complete house pet. It's actually kind of cute, and I don't even like birds. But anyway, um, she at first is like really opposed to the bird, you know, like not pumped about it being in the house and not pumped about saving it. And uh, she ends up like building a relationship with it, which is really sweet. So, I mean, it's not, you know, listen, there's not some crazy plot or anything like that. This is really a, a movie that's about character development and phenomenal acting and the bird aspect of it is very cute. So um, if you're up for that kind of like emotional movie, then it's actually really good. I saw that like Andrew Lincoln's in it. Who's in walking dead. Yeah. I assume the bird dies at the end. Is it like a little old yeller meets the fly away home? I'm not going to tell you what happens in the end. That bird dies and you know, it. we all know it. All right. And like, <laughs> I just, I just don't need that in my life. I don't, I don't need that negativity in my life. Also, it's a magpie. So don't call it a penguin. That's confusing. Because she's black and white. The kids didn't want to name her penguin. Yeah, you I know. That's cute. That's like getting a dog and naming it cat. Yeah, that's kind of cute. But the dog is confused. <laughs> Have we talked about the hustler? The hustler? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Okay, Sarah and I are obsessed with this new show on ABC called The Hustler. Is it like a game show or something? Yes. I feel like I've seen the preview for it or heard somebody talk about it. It's Craig Ferguson, who I don't know if you remember, he used to have a late night show back in the day. He's a, a British comic. He's just very lovely. Like, I think everyone loves Craig Ferguson. I don't know. By the way, there's a lot of game shows out right now, and I'm kind of loving all of them. I don't. Oh. Like, we watched the, the one with all the fucking Jeopardy nerds the other night, and I didn't hate that either. Really? Okay. Yeah. The Jeopardy nerds, nerds are all like so socially awkward and they've all been given a television show. <laughs> it's amazing to watch. Uh, but no, The Hustler. Okay. So The Hustler is, uh, it's a group of five people and they journey through a trivia show and one person of the five is The Hustler and knows all mm -hmm. the answers to the questions. The entire show is like everyone like getting to know one another 
And so everyone's telling the truth, except for one person who's a hustler who's like completely making it up. People get whittled down. Like the hustler gets to like start removing people. Like everyone votes for who would be removed, but really the only the hustler is getting rid of people. And by the end, it's three people and one of which is the hustler. And so they're constantly being asked questions. And if they get it right, more money goes on the board. But they're also like seeing who knew the answer because only the hustler knows all the answers. Everyone else is just guessing. And if they get them wrong, that means the hustler knew that the answer was wrong, but still went with it to like try to throw people off and stuff. And at the end of it, there's three people and everyone votes who they think the hustler is. The two people who aren't the hustler get guess who the hustler is. Then they get all the money. They get to split it. But if they can't figure out who the hustler is, the hustler gets all the money. That's crazy. It's actually really, really fun to do because like, so like what Sarah and I do is we watch it right in the beginning because Craig goes around and is like, so what do you do? What do you do? What, you know, what's, what's your deal? And right in the beginning, I'm like, I think it's that chick right there. She looks like the hustler. It's bullshit. The hustler's great, guys. I'm just saying. Okay, it sounds great. It's actually quite entertaining. It sounds like the game show version of, did you ever play Mafia as Exactly, a kid? exactly. Yeah, only there's money involved. Sounds yeah. great. Well, so I wanted to tweet to Rob Mills, who is head of all ABC Unscripted, because he's always like, make sure you watch Hustler. And I, was, I wanted to be like, are you guys casting this show purely from like going to parties in the Hollywood Hills and watching a bunch <laughs> of failed actors play mafia? Cause that's all that's happening. Right. <laughs> and like, if you ever been to LA and like been to a party, good chance. Everyone's playing this fucking game called mafia, which I've yeah. been to these parties. I'm horrible at this game. No one. Oh, I'm pretty good at it. I believe that no one ever believes <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, All right, guys, if you sell stuff online, you're definitely in the right business. More people are shopping online than ever, and that means a lot of orders are coming in and a lot of orders you'll need to ship out fast. That's why online sellers like you and Brandy and I need ShipStation. No matter how much you sell, ShipStation makes it super easy to manage and ship all your orders from your sales channels faster, cheaper, and super efficient. You can import orders from any sales channel you use, ship with any carrier, and access discounted shipping rates, which is a huge plus, and automate just about any shipping task you've got. You spend a lot less time on shipping and a lot more time growing your business. This works with Amazon, Etsy, your own website, whatever it is, ShipStation funnels all of your orders into one simple interface, and you can manage it from anywhere, even your phone. Big fan of selling stuff online and ShipStation has made it so easy for me to do so. Plus, those discounts from all the major carriers are such a game changer. It's UPS, FedEx, USPS. So you guys got to check this out. It's no wonder ShipStation has more five-star reviews than any other shipping software. Yep, ship more in less time. Just use our offer code YFT to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in YFT. That's shipstation.com and enter offer code YFT. Make ship happen. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. 
I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. I got to tell you. Yeah. I've tried really hard to finish your honor. And it is losing me. You know, before we were praising Brian Cranston for this new role that was such a departure from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And as the show went on, it's like, this is just Breaking Bad again. It's a good yeah, guy. A bit, yeah. It's a good guy who's having to do bad things for a good reason. Yeah. Instead of him having cancer... It's he's trying to keep his son from getting killed by the mob. And mm-hmm. instead of making fucking meth and selling it to people, he's breaking the law as a judge, getting in cahoots with the mob. This is kind of the same show, Brian Cranston. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm on episode like six. From episode five on these past two episodes, I guess, like, I, I just, it's not grasping me. I'm having a hard time finishing it. Once the kid started hanging out with the dead guy's sister. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, I can't. I can't deal. Yeah, I don't know. Should I persevere? Sarah and I are caught up. So, like, listen, we're just looking for shit to watch. So, like, we're still on it. Yeah, yeah. You know? All right. I'll persevere. Just quick update on the challenge. <laughs> Like, it's amazing. I'm sorry. Still, still amazing? Yeah, Fessy. What game are you playing, bro? Also, Josh, I am so annoyed with you're just Andre the Giant from Princess Bride. You're just anybody with a peanut? That's all you are, bro. Devin, let me tell you something about Devin. My boy Devin is everyone else is playing checkers. He's playing 5D chess. He doesn't give two flying fucks about winning the challenge. My boy Devin is playing to be a host of another show. He's so funny. He's just there to start shit. He doesn't care about the million dollars. I mean, I'm sure he would like to win. It's not on his, I'm telling you, it's not what he's going for. He's going for breakout star, hilarious guy, host of his own show. Mark my words, all right? CT, I love you so much. I don't ever want to see you leave. The challenge is so great. It is my favorite show right now on television. Just saying that. Wow, your favorite show. I'm, I can't believe I didn't know about the challenge until I had to beat Johnny Bananas in America's Worst Cook because— That was a very subtle, humble brag. I mean, like, I can't believe that, like, I wasn't a big fan of, you know, the challenge until I beat the greatest winner in challenge history. Some say mm-hmm. the GOAT of competition shows in another competition show. But, like, what? that's neither here nor there. I'm telling you the challenge is phenomenal, okay? Other thing. Okay. Have you watched The Little Things? Mm-mm. Well, it's a movie that's out right now that has three Academy Award winners in it. Oh, who? Someone you might have heard of by the name of Denzel Washington. Oh, I think uh, rings a bell. There's also this other guy named Rami Malek. Oh, yeah. 
You heard of him. Heard of, heard of him. You know, Freddie Mercury, uh, I Am Robot, whatever. Yeah. And then um, another guy you may have heard of, he's in a band called 30 Seconds to Mars, Jared Leto. Ah, yeah. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Crime, drama, thriller, say true detective, but in a movie. Oh, wow. That's a that's a bold statement. Yeah. Not okay. as good as True Detective Season 1. Okay. Definitely better than True Detective Season 2. Got it. Somewhere in the middle there. Here's a tag. Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon is sent to Los Angeles for what should have been a quick evidence-gathering assignment. Instead, he becomes embroiled in the search for a serial killer who's terrorizing the city. The Little Things. Joe Deacon. Played by Denzel Washington. He's got a history. All right. We're not really sure what's happening, but he's a cop. Seems like a good one. Rami mm -hmm. Malik. He's the new detective in Los Angeles. This is the worst serial killer since the Night Stalker. Come to find out that Joe Deacon used to have Rami Malik's job back in the day. But after a string of serial killings, your boy kind of lost his mind, got fired. But Rami Malik brings him in to be like, listen, I can use all the help I can get. Jared Leto, we're thinking he's the killer, okay? By the way, Jared Leto acts circles around everybody. I'm obsessed with him. Here's the thing. The ending is great but annoying, mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. I want you to watch it, and I want all the YFTers to watch it, because next episode I want to talk about it again and, like, what you think mm. the ending means. Okay. Okay? okay. I can do that. So, mm -hmm. little things. Go check it out. Where do you Where do you watch this? HBO Max. Oh, perfect. I have that. Yeah, you got that one. Love it. I get real hung up on having to purchase a movie for 20 bucks on Apple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We were going to watch Greenland the other day that you recommended. Yeah. And I just couldn't, I couldn't give up 20 bucks for that movie. Yeah. I, I got to wait till it's for rent. I just can't. That's too much money. We got to support, you know, Hollywood here. I, I'll support $5.99 for a 24-hour <laughs> rental. <laughs> That I could stomach. 20 bucks? No. Did you ever watch The Servant? No. I talked about it a while ago, and that's the one where there's this married couple who have this child, and this, they bring in the nanny, and this nanny comes in from, like, this, like, weird religious cult you're not really sure about, and then you realize that the baby is just a real-life-looking doll. Ooh. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. And it's all kind of messed up. And you're like, why do they have a doll? And like, why are they pretending this thing's real? And it's just like super creepy. The, the end of season one was great. Anyway, season two of The Servant is back. And it's so good. I It's so dark and like weird and creepy. And just, I love The Servant. Okay. I got one more show. So I have been, I think we talked about it before, but like The Good Place is such a good show. Kristen Bell. Never seen it. Oh, God. You know how people use, like, The Office or Parks and Rec or, like, Friends as, like, kind of like a go-to-bed show? Totally. Like, a feel-good go-to-bed show. The Good Place is a really, really good go-to-bed show. Okay. Like, yeah, that and, like, Shit's Creek, I feel like, are the new go-to-bed shows. Okay. And it's also got great cast. You know, it's, it's Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. Ted Danson has a new show out that I'm kind of liking a lot. And I got to be honest with you, I think you need to check it out. Okay. It's called Mr. Mayor. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. So basically, Ted Danson plays a wealthy businessman who becomes the mayor of Los Angeles. And it's a little veep, but like more sitcom-y, 
if that makes any sense. And then like a yeah. lot of like making fun of Los Angeles with a lot of really good Hollywood cameos. David Spade is in one of the first episodes. Chrissy Teigen is freaking hilarious in it. Oh. It's a good new sitcom. Uh, I'm into it. Also, Holly Hunter is hilarious on it. Okay. Bobby Moynihan from SNL. He's in it. Oh, yeah. So funny. Tina Fey created it. So, mm. you know. Yeah, Mr. Mayor. Don't hate. Don't hate. Where do you watch this? I think it's on like ABC. It's okay, network. Hulu probably. Speaking of network TV. Yeah. Is Manifest ever coming back? I don't know. I feel like I've been waiting a long time for Manifest. I don't know. Oh, and speaking of like shows that came back, finally, we found out more about Big Sky. Oh, yeah. I watched the, the new episode. My only complaint about Big Sky right now is like the Indian sheriff who's talking to, to the black girl who like basically like shot the bad cop. Yeah, and, and solved everything. Yeah, and solved everything. And he's, we got it from here. And I'll be like, motherfucker, no, you don't have it from here. You've had none of this from here, all right? You had a cop that was fucking trafficking women this entire time. You had no idea about it. And then these two fucking gumshoe girls come in here, solve the entire thing, and now you have the gall to be like, why'd you shoot him in the head? Well, motherfucker, it's because you were hiding women in a basement in Montana, and you guys did nothing about it. All right? You're a fucking horrible sheriff, and here's the deal. Give me the badge. I'm the sheriff now, and now you're the private eye. That's how this country should work. That scene, I was just like, what is happening here? They solved the case for you. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> you're so right. I was devastated to to find that we that Brian Phillippe is in fact dead. We finally got to no that body. shit, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you were holding on to that was ridiculous. I was really holding on. <laughs> I was really holding on. Oh God. Okay, but tied up so many loose ends in this new in this like what do they call it like season premiere or whatever. That like what's the rest of the freaking season going to be about? They got to catch the the truck driver, Trucker. which by the way, I'm sorry like if I lived in a small town in Montana, I'd be like, "All right, so who are the truck drivers who live here? Okay, which one lives with their fucking weird mom?" All right, there it is right there. That's the guy. That's the guy. Got to be that guy. <laughs> right, case closed, done. This is the easiest open and shut case ever. <laughs> Well, that wouldn't make a very good show. Obviously, but like... Oh, man. Yeah, I saw you sent me something. Yeah, we haven't done a review in a long time. Yeah. A friend of mine, actually, can't. whenever my friends are like, yeah, I listen to your podcast, I'm like, you do? Yeah. Like, you you like my podcast? I'm so flattered. Uh, but one of my friends that actually listens to YFT sent me this and said that it would be a good, uh, good review for us to read. And like... I just feel like I won't do it justice. I think you need to be the one to read the review. Have you read this before? Have you seen this one? I before? have seen this before. Yeah, we haven't done it. All right. So you think it's good? You think it's good enough for YFT? It's pretty funny. This is an Amazon review of a plastic banana slicer. For decades, I've been trying to come up with an ideal way to slice a banana. Use a knife, they say. Well, my parole officer won't allow me to be around knives. Shoot it with a gun. Background check. Hello. I had to resort to carefully attempt to slice those bananas with my bare hands. 99.9% .9 of the time, I would get so frustrated that I end up just squishing the fruit with my hands and throwing it against the wall in anger. Then, after a fit of banana-induced rage, my parole officer introduced me to this kitchen marvel, and my life was forever changed. 
What can I say about the 571B banana slicer that hasn't already been said about the wheel, penicillin, or the iPhone? This is one of the greatest inventions of all time. Here's one titled Solo Slicing. I used to pay someone to slice my banana. Now I handle my own banana business. This product gave me the confidence I need to slice my own banana anytime, anywhere. I didn't realize people slice bananas on the reg. Like, what's wrong with just, like, peeling it and eating the banana? I mean, I don't even eat bananas. They give me heartburn. Oh, I'm, I'm a big banana guy because it's just so easy to grab and go. Yeah, I get it. But I, does anyone else get heartburn from bananas? No, dog, just you. Dude, I don't know about it. Not a big banana I just, like, guy. Who, I just can't I believe people sit there and slice their bananas. Like, what? The problem is you look like you're, you're just assing a D every time. That's fine. Yeah. Well, do you have any Muzaks? I feel like I do. All right. Well, while you're looking, I wanted to play. Do you know who Gracie Abrams is? That name sounds familiar. I really like this song called Friends. Check it out. But you had no problem leaving. Now I'm the one to feel it. I just can't believe you don't know what I'm feeling. Guess you got the best of this. Picking up the pieces, you just want to leave them. Killing me a little bit. And I hate the way you love me And I hate that I still care Funny how you feel like we would ever talk again How could you think I'd be your friend? So, you know, if you want to cry, Gracie Abrams' friend is a good tune. Yeah, that's awfully sad. Did you know the Killers put out a new song? Yeah, they have a new record out. Oh. Did you listen to it? Yeah, it's great. Oh, do you have a favorite song? I really like the first song off that, this new record. It's called My Soul, My Own Soul's Warning. Mm-hmm. Which, Sounds deep. Yeah, man. I'm a deep, I'm a deep thinker. What if it knew you by your name? What kind of words would cut through the clutter of the whirlwind of these days? Are good. That's classic. The Killers. Yeah, Random Flowers. Classic. Man. Random Flowers. Do you know who Savannah Conley is? Mm-mm. I met her in Nashville years ago, and she's a phenomenal singer and songwriter. And she's got new stuff out right now. She released a song called "Don't Take Me Home" and loved it. So check it out. All right. What's the point?
Savannah Conley, don't take me home. She has a great voice. Dude, so good. She's really She's really local good. Nashville? Yeah. And like Dave Cobb produced her first record. Like, uh, she's pretty awesome. Is that it? Is that all we got? I think so. What should we go out on? Honestly, a fucking Christmas song because of how fucking cold it is here. We need to go out on Victoria going out because okay, okay. Our, our queen deserves an, ex- an exit. Oh, your queen. Just the best i honestly feel so sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay and not all of the facts behind a situation (laughs) so goodbye don't go you think i'm gonna go hug him goodbye no (laughs) and he just stared at me (laughs) like how dare you he's not my king and i'm still a queen (laughs) matt is a jester the fact that, a like, gesture. he chose right. Katie over me. Ugh. Yeah, Matt, I feel sorry for you with your choices. Cheers to just moving forward and starting this week with a clean slate. And to find- Oh, God. That's a gesture. All right, Brandi. Insane. Gone, but not forgotten. Victoria. Okay, bye. All right, well, like, go football. See you next week. Go football. Exactly. What are you rooting for? you care? I mean, I think that Kansas City is going to win again, so... I'm rooting for the Bucks. Yeah, the Buccaneers? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go Bucks. Bucks. Whatever. Tom Brady. I don't care. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Bye, Brandi! This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.